0: baseball let's rejoin Jason Shepard. BYU won Louisiana won there will be a new pitcher for the raging Cajuns Brendan Moody's day is done the new pitcher is number six David Christie he's a righty six five, 205 pound junior from right here in Lafayette Louisiana So he will take over, and let's update you with our Big O Tires presenting on the rubber. Look at both teams pitching numbers. We will start with the Raging Cajuns. Moody, six innings, four hits, one run. It was earned, one walk and eight strikeouts. And obviously, Christie now on the mound for the home team, Ben Hansen. Six innings, two hits, one run. It was not earned, two walks, and he struck out seven. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Leading off is number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Or excuse me, Cooper Vest is leading off, number, si- number seven. He, the six, seven, and eight hitters do up. And that ball hits off of Christie and ricochets into shallow left. That ball hit hard off the bat of Cooper Vest. And that'll be Coop's First base hit and the fifth hit of the evening, and they're going to come out and have the trainer look at Christie. David Christie, who just came into the ball game, his first pitch comes right back at him and hits off of him. It happened so fast, I couldn't even really see where it hit him. But the leadoff man is on in Cooper Vest, and he says he's all right. They're going to let him throw a couple just to make sure everything looks right and he feels right. There is activity in the bullpen, however. Cooper Rawls is throwing for the Raging Cajuns just to warm up. So he may be the next pitcher that comes into this ballgame whenever that is needed. Right now, Christie looks to be okay. He's thrown two pitches. and Pitching coach and the trainer seem to be okay with what they're seeing. So everybody moving back into their defensive positions, and we're getting ready for... The first pitch to Luke Anderson, who's 0 for 2. A leadoff single for Cooper Vest. He is at first base. Christie taking his time. And now delivers the first pitch. As Anderson was showing Bunt, he pulls it back. But he takes strike one. The pitch in there for strike. It is actually Tate Gamble who has come in. So Tate Gamble has replaced Luke Anderson, so he'll take over in left field as well. And it's now two balls and a strike to Tate Gamble. Gamble wears number four. Yesterday was his birthday, by the way. And the 2-1 pitch in for strike two. I asked what he did. He said he went out to dinner with his parents and did homework. So probably half of that was a happy birthday. 2-2 pitch to Gamble. Misses, and it's a full count to Tate Gamble. And we've seen this in a couple of games where... If Anderson starts, Gamble comes in. And then if Gamble starts, Anderson will come in. The 3-2 pitch fouled off as Gamble stays alive. The leadoff man is on. Vest is at first. Leadoff single. The new pitcher is David Christie. Vest on the move. He's... In between first and second, there was no throw to the plate. Now he's in a rundown and will be tagged out trying to get back to first. He got a great jump and was about halfway down the line to second base. Christie had not even reacted. And then it was Cooper Vest that essentially just kind of slowed down and it allowed Christie to turn around and then they got him in the rundown. Probably some uh, missed signs there on that one. So one out and the payoff pitch and it is a one out walk now and that one hurts because now you'd have runners at first and second with nobody out BYU won Louisiana won that'll bring in Jacob Wilk Wilk 0 for 2 two strikeouts And the first pitch to Wilk, ball one, from David Christie. The 1-0 pitch. Evens the count at a ball and a strike. I mentioned that Christie's from right here in Lafayette, Louisiana, went to St. Thomas Moore High School. The 1-1 pitch to Wilk. Jacob lines that ball hard into center field, over the head of the center fielder. It one hops the wall. Tate Gamble is running around third. They will throw to the plate, not in time, and it's an RBI double for Jacob Wilk, and the Cougars regain the lead at 2-1. to one. Good job of hitting by Tate Gamble. Roquefort was playing shallow, and that ball was crushed over his head. Wilk easily into second base. The throw was to home. Not online. Gamble scores, and it's 2-1 Cougars. Both RBIs in this game for BYU have come on doubles. Deming with the first, and now Jacob Wilk, and that's six hits for the Cougars. The batter is Chase Peterson, and he fouls the ball down the first base side for strike one. The Cougars regain the lead, and that was a big, big hit. 2 1 here in the top of the seventh. The 0 1 pitch evens the count at a ball and a strike. The 1 1 pitch, outside part of the plate, doesn't get the call, 2 and 1. Good take there by Peterson. Chase 0 for 2. Ozzie Pratt due up next. Ozzy's 2 for 3 with a double and a single in this ballgame already. Let's keep this going. 2-1 pitch. 2-2 two two now to Chase Peterson, the Cougar catcher. One run in for BYU. They lead 2-1. pitch. Peterson fouls it back to the screen, and we'll do it again. Moments ago, an RBI double for Jacob Wilk. He is at second base with one out. At the plate, Chase Peterson awaiting the 2-2 pitch from David Christie. The pitch misses, bounces away from the catcher, but not far enough from Brock that Wilk is going to challenge him at all. It's full count now to Chase Peterson, Ozzie Pratt, Lurking in the on-deck circle. The payoff pitch on its way. And Peterson fouls it back. We'll do it again. Jason Shepard with you from Russo Park. Home of the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Game one of four between the Cougars and the Raging Cajuns, game two tomorrow night. 3-2 pitch, ground ball to second base. The only play is at first. They will get Chase. Wilk advances to third, now two away for Ozzie Pratt. So 4-3 on the putout, two away. That's a big, big run at third base right now, and timeout has been called. And the catcher Brock is walking out to talk with Christie. They're just having a conversation on how they want to approach Ozzie Pratt, wondering if they want to maybe work around him. To do the uh, unintentional intentional walk, and now the home plate umpire is making his way out to the mound. Last time he didn't, but now he's going to go break this up. Not a whole lot of activity in the Louisiana bullpen. There's nothing in BYU's bullpen. So I would expect Ben Hansen to go out. He's been extremely efficient in seven strikeouts in his debut as a BYU starter. And now, the home plate umpire's getting involved in the conversation. The conversation went out to break it up, and then he ended up sitting there talking to him for another 20 or 30 seconds. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen that. Either way, he's back behind home plate, as is Brock Julian Brock, the catcher, on the mound in relief is David Christie. The first pitch to Pratt, strike one to Ozzie. BYU already with a run here in the top of the seventh. They lead 2-1. Would love to get Wilk in from third. The 0-1 pitch. Underneath the legs of Brock and Wilk moved up. He thought about it. I think that was a smart move to stay put. The ball did get away from Brock. It wasn't that far. It would have been a close play because Christie was late moving to home. But I think it's smart to not push the issue there. One ball, one strike. The pitch to Pratt. Ozzie lifts it into the air, into foul territory, near the dugout. And the catch not made by Marshak. He had moved in and the ball came behind him and he had overrun the ball. So Ozzy's going to get another opportunity here to add another run to the Cougar lead. Wilk is at third moments ago. An RBI double from the Cougar first baseman. Now Pratt trying to drive him in and give BYU at least a two-run cushion here in the top of the seventh. The 1-2 pitch to Pratt. Ozzy with a base hit. Pass first. Wilk will score easily from third. And Ozzie is going to add to the Cougars' RBI double night. He's got one. That's the third of the night for BYU. And the Cougars do get that other run. It's now 3-1 BYU. Good job of hitting by the Cougars here in this inning. We've been tied for a couple. BYU timely hitting, RBI doubles, two of them in this inning, three in the game, and it's 3-1 BYU. And Ozzie is three for four. And the first pitch from Christie misses to Brock Watkins. Brock is one for three, a ground out, a line out, and then a single in the sixth. 1-0 1-0 pitch, fouled back. Base hit should score. Ozzie with his speed from second. Seven hits for the Cougars, just two for the and Cajuns. Christie with the 1-1 pitch to Watkins. Swing and a miss. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. The count to Watkins. The one-two pitch to Brock. In the dirt, bounces away, and Ozzie on the move. Throw down to second, and they got him. Brock with the strong throw to third, even with Ozzy's speed tagged out. And that will end the inning, but not before the Cougars get two doubles, scoring two runs, and it's 3-1 BYU as we get to the seventh inning stretch brought to you by Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Back to Lafayette, Louisiana after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Home is where you get to do down for the BYU Cougars. He's thrown 81 pitches, and the 81st was a strike to Max Marshak the 0-1 pitch misses evening the count at 1-1 we're just playing some uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival and the crowd was singing along one of the traditions here the home of the Raging Cajuns 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss by Marshak Marshak, 6 feet 185 pound senior from Amarillo Texas, a transfer from Texas Tech Soon to be a conference opponent of your BYU Cougars. The 1-2 pitch showing bunt. They will appeal and they say, first base umpire Ziegler says that Marshock went around and they're going to ring him up. That is eight strikeouts for Ben Hansen. Eight strikeouts. What a starting debut for Ben Hansen. I told you, he came into the game the other day, and I would mention how excited the Cougar coaches are to have him in this program, him and his brother Brett. They are going to be big performers for the BYU Cougars. First pitch to Willis is in for strike one. The 0-1. Willis fouls it off and falls behind 0-2. BYU leads 3-1 here in the bottom of the seventh inning. They have out-hit the raging Cajun 7-2. BYU does have three errors. The first error led to Louisiana's only run in this ballgame. Hansen did a nice job of working around the other two. And the 0-2 pitch misses. Now one ball and two strikes to C.J. Willis. Kyle DeBarge do up next. And timeout has been called. Chase Peterson is going to go out and talk with Ben Hansen. There is someone throwing in the BYU pen. I cannot see who that is. So this may be a stalling tactic to get that guy warmed up, but the conversation is done. Peterson is back behind home plate, and Hansen will continue. One ball, two strike count. To C.J. Willis, who struck out and reached on an error at first. The 1-2 pitch, and it is a strikeout of C.J. Willis and strikeout number nine. We had another debut the other night in cutter Claussen; His starting debut also had nine strikeouts. How about that, Cougar fans? The future is bright. That's back to the top of the order. Base is empty. Two outs. Kyle DeBarge at the plate. Hanson's pitch to DeBarge. High. One ball and no strikes. The 1-0 inside, 2-0. DeBarge was hit in the first inning. Lined out to right in the third and grounded out to Watkins at short in the fifth. The 2 0 pitch, strike one from Ben Hansen. Hansen's next pitch, if the pitch count is correct, should be pitch 89. 2 1 pitch, ground ball to second. Pratt with the glove. And the Raging Cajuns go in order in the seventh. Cougars still on top, 3-1, heading to the eighth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Mother, father, thank you for taking the time to meet with me here. Wherever you download your podcasts, Sundays are special on BYU Radio. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. The new pitcher is number 17, Cooper Rawls. He's the third pitcher of record for the Raging Cajuns. He'll face the BYU hitters in the top of the eighth with the Cougars leading 3-1, looking to take game one of this four-game series. Watkins was at the plate when Pratt was thrown out at third, so he will lead off the top of the eighth. First pitch to Brock. Misses for ball one. The 1 0 to Watkins. Swing and a miss. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. They still have Christie showing on the stat broadcast that he's pitching. High fly ball into shallow right. The catch is made by Hood. Watkins is retired. For out number one here in the eighth inning. Cole Gamble will bat. Cole with two ground outs and a hit by pitch. And they're going to have a meeting on the mound. That's going to do it for that pitcher. A very quick hook. New pitcher will be back in 60 seconds to let you know who the Cougar hitters will face on the new skin. BYU. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Pitcher is number five, Blake Marshall. He's a lefty, six-foot, 185-pound junior from Mandeville, Louisiana. Previously was at Hines Community College. This is not his first appearance. This is appearance number two. He's got an ERA of 5.40. He's pitched an inning and two-thirds, given up two hits, one run. It was earned. He has walked one no strikeouts opponents batting 333 and he's finishing up his warm up tosses and he will face Cole Gamble and Austin Deming, there's already an out here in the top of the 8, BYU does lead 3-1 so base is empty and Gamble makes his way back to the plate last time he got there they made a very quick pitching change so Cole will face Marshall. The first pitch to Cole. High and inside. Ball one. Cole had to back up. 1-0 pitch. Ground ball foul. Passed first. Count even at one ball and one strike. We saw Cole all last year in right field when he played. Obviously had the injury that cost him over a month this year. Center fielder for the Cougars. 1-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. 1-2. and 2. Taking over that center field spot left by Mitch McIntyre. It was fun seeing Mitch and all the former Cougars at the first pitch dinner back in January. 1-2 pitch. He reached and swung and a miss for a strikeout and out number two. That night, the first pitch dinner. First one we've been able to have for a couple of years due to COVID. Danny Ainge was the guest speaker. It's fun to hear Danny. We obviously think of Danny as as a basketball player, but obviously we know he was a good baseball player drafted by the Blue Jays. It's fun to hear some of his stories. Ball chopped foul by Austin Deming. Bases are empty and two outs. The 0-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. 0-2. And, and right now Marshall's coming after these hitters. Two outs. space is empty and an 0-2 count. Marshall with the pitch. Inside. 1-2. One ball. Two strikes and two outs. The one-two pitch misses two and two. Yeah, some great stories of Danny talking about playing for the Blue Jays and you know, some opportunities that maybe had gone a different way, maybe he doesn't go to the NBA. It's pretty cool stuff. Two two pitch. Spoiled by Deming. He fouls it up and over the screen and actually out of the park. Count stays two and two with two outs. The 2-2 pitch, and it's a strikeout of Austin Deming, and that will do it for the Cougars in the top of the eighth. Their lead is two runs. It's 3-1 BYU heading to the home half of the eighth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi, BYU fans. Weird Breeze Airways, your newest and nicest airline now offering flights from Provo. Download the BYU radio app today. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. BYU starter... Ben Hansen's day is done. It brings us to this pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. The new pitcher, number 45, is Sam Beck, appearance number two for the Cougars this season. He's pitched two innings, given up one hit, one run. It was earned. No walks, no strikeouts. Let's focus on just how good freshman Ben Hansen was in this start, his first career start as a BYU Cougar. Ben Hansen's numbers, seven innings pitch of two hit baseball, one run, it was not earned. He walked to and struck out nine. Now that is a starting debut. Congratulations, Ben Hansen. Giving way to Sam Beck. So Beck will come in and he will face Heath Hood, Carson Rocafort, and the catcher, Julian Brock. So the two, three, and four hitters due up for the Raging Cajuns here in the bottom of the eighth with the Cougars leading 3-1. to one. Jason Shepard with you from Russo Park. The first pitch, strike one from Sam Beck. The field is named after M.L. Teague-Moore, but they call it the Teague. A one-pitch... Line down the left field line and just foul. And that was going to be dangerous had that stayed fair. Hood pulled it foul, but by about a foot. Still just two hits for Louisiana on the night. BYU is seven. Hood does have a double in this game. The 0-2 pitch. Ground ball foul. Hood lined out to left in the first. His double in the third and then was walked in the fifth. So officially one for two. On the season though, he's hitting 467. The 0-2 pitch. Misses away, 1 and 2 from Sam Beck. Beck had Tommy John surgery last fall. Can play the infield as well, but he's going to make his mark as the pitcher right now. 1 and 2, misses, now two balls and two strikes. Two balls and two strikes. The count. We're in the bottom of the eighth. The Cougars leading 3-1. Sam Beck with the pitch. Ground ball. Watkins charges. Throw on the move. In time. Athletic defensive play by the Cougars shortstop, Brock Watkins. Hood retired for out number one in the eighth. Carson Rockefort was hit in the first inning. Struck out in the third and flied out to left in the fifth. So he's 0 for 2 with a punch-out. Now batting with one out, and the base is empty here in the bottom of the eighth. Sapiti, Vest, and Tate Gamble do up in the top of the ninth when we get there. First pitch from Beck, misses, ball one, to Carson Rockefort, and they're going to say it hit him. That is going to be the second time in the ball game that Carson Rockefort has been hit by a pitch. So now the tying run comes to the plate in Julian Brock. Reached on a fielder's choice in the first. Reached on an error in center field in the fourth. And then grounded out in the sixth. A throw over to first. The ball does get away from Wilk, but not far enough. That throw over from Beck was low and just got underneath the glove of Wilk at first base. No harm, no foul there. runner staying put. Julian Brock at the plate. The Ragin' Cajun catcher wearing number four in the white and red. First pitch outside, ball one. The Cougars lead is two. It's 3-1 BYU here in the bottom of the eighth. Another throw over to first. And Rockefort jumps back on the bag. There is some activity in the BYU pin. Right now, shortstop Brock Watkins and catcher Chase Peterson are out to talk with Sam Beck. Brock has already gone back to short. Playing double play depth up the middle. One ball, no strike count to the catcher, Julian Brock. Beck delivers the 1 0. Two balls and a strike is the count. And continue to throw in the BYU pin. Two balls and one strike. One out and a runner at first. Beck delivers. And it's 3-0. and And you would assume that Brock is taking all the way. I would doubt he is going to get the green light right now. But you never know. The 3 0, taking all the way and taking strike one. 3 1 count now to Julian Brock, the junior from Full Texas. 6 3 205. Big guy. Hitters count 3 and 1. Beck with the pitch. Foul back, and a good job by Sam Beck. After falling behind 3 0, he's worked the count full. Big spot here in this game. Brock represents the tying run at the plate. Rockefort is at first after being hit by the pitch with one out here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU 3, Louisiana 1. Beck with the payoff pitch. And Brock lifts that ball high in the air down the left field line. Just foul. It was no doubt it had home run depth, but it just went foul of the McDonald's foul pole in left field. Wow. And because of where I'm at, the depth perception of where that goes is pretty difficult. I knew it went foul when I heard the groan from the home team here. That certainly was home run distance. I can promise you that. That ball was crushed. Three balls, two strikes. Instead, they'll throw to first. Roquefort back to the bag. And the hometown fans don't like it. They're hoping to see Brock do that again, except keep it fair. Sam Beck out there to keep that from happening. Three balls, two strikes, one out, one on. Cougars leading by two. The payoff pitch is inside, almost hit. Brock. He'll take his bag. And now the go-ahead run will come to the plate. So after Heath Hood grounded out to short, Roquefort was hit, and now Brock was walked. Looks like Beck's going to stay in. So he will face Mason Zambo, who has... One of the two hits, and actually it looks like Sam Beck's day is done. Coach Alvarez pops out of the dugout and makes the call. We're going to have another pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You love going to the dentist, right? When was the last time you had your teeth cleaned? Heart disease, Alzheimer's, and many other inflammatory health conditions can be linked to periodontitis, a severe stage of gum disease. Researchers suggest that Alzheimer's can start with gum disease. Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Number 42, Jake Porter is the new pitcher, the third pitcher of the evening for the BYU Cougars. He'll come out on the mound. He's yet to throw a warm-up pitch. He's beginning those now. This is the second appearance of the season for Jake. Pitched two and a third up in Ruston against La Tech. Gave up one hit, no runs, did not walk a batter, no strikeouts. Came in and gave the Cougars a couple of good innings against La Tech, and now he's out for appearance number two of the season. The situation that he inherits, the good news is, BYU leads by two runs. It's 3-1 Cougars in the bottom of the eighth inning. The situation is, though, there is one out. But the and Cajuns have runners at first and second. So you can get a double play here a couple of different ways. Obviously, that's what you'd like to do. But it's good that one run's not going to tie this ball game. BYU out hitting Louisiana 7-2. But a crucial juncture in this ballgame with the Cougars up two runs. And the go-ahead run coming to the plate. That will be the first baseman, Mason Zambo. He struck out in the first, one of the nine strikeouts by Cougar starter Ben Hansen. He would then hit a single that would score a run in the fourth. That was the first run and only run for the Cajuns so far. And then walked in the sixth. He's done with his warm-up tosses, and Zambo into the batter's box to, sh- say, to face, excuse me, Jake Porter. Throw down to second, and it's wide and into center field. Both runners will advance into second and third. And now the tying run is in scoring position at second and only one out. Now it's a little more difficult to get the double play. Jake's throw was wide of second base and it went into center field. And that's going to be error number four on the Cougars tonight. Four errors for the Cougars, zero for the Raging Cajuns. Swing and a miss on a good changeup from Jake Porter to Mason Zambo. Crucial time in this ballgame. The 0-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Porter's not wasting any time coming after these guys. What's he got in store on the 0-2 pitch coming up? He gets the sign from Peterson. He sets and delivers the 0-2 pitch. On the outside part of the plate, doesn't get the call. One and two. I like the pitch, Jake. Maybe you get into chase a little bit. As he's protecting. One ball, two strikes. Jake Porter on the mound. Sets. And delivers the 1-2 to Zambo. Fouled out of play near the Louisiana bullpen. The count stays 1-2. and two. Will Veyon do up next for the Raging Cajuns? Actually, we may have a pinch hitter. One ball, two strike count. The pitch, high, and I think Peterson and Porter were crossed up on that one. That that ball I don't think was where Chase was set up, and he did a good job to get to it, but he's going to go out quickly and talk with Jake Porter, make sure that they're on the same page. So the situation is, it's a two-ball, two-strike count on Mason Zambo. There is one out in the bottom of the eighth, BYU leads 3-1, but there are two in scoring position. Raging Cajuns at second and third base. 2-2 pitch to Zambo. Outside, and it's a full count. Zambo, after falling behind 0-2, now worked the count full. Three balls, two strikes. What will we see here? The payoff pitch, and it's a base hit into left field. One run will score. They'll send the other runner in, play at the plate, not in time, and we are tied. It is a two-run double that has tied this game in the bottom of the eighth. It is 3-3 here in Lafayette. Mason Zambo. Hits a ground ball through the sixth hole and into left field. It scores two, and we are all tied up at three apiece. Now the goal is just to keep it at 3-3 because there's only one out and a runner in scoring position. And it looks like there is a pinch runner, Ben Robichaux is the pinch runner at second. There is not a pinch hitter, however. It's going to be Will Vayon. He's looking to give his team the lead, and the first pitch is a strike to Vayon. All tied up at three runs apiece. Two in the bottom of the eighth has brought the Rage and Cajuns even with the Cougars. And they're looking for more with only one out. A throw down to second, and the runner back. The crowd giving it to every BYU pitcher who's throwing to a base. The 0-1 pitch. High, one and one, the count. Two runs moments ago on a double from Mason Zambos. Tied this game up, 3-3. One ball, one strike count to Will Vayon. Swing and a miss, strike two. So the throwing error does come back. Without the throwing error, you're only going to get one run scoring on that last double. The 1-2 pitch. And it is a strikeout of Will Vayon. Good job there from Jake Porter. Now has a chance to get out of this inning and give his teammates at the plate a chance to regain the lead in the top of the ninth. It's all about keeping this game tied at three apiece. Caleb Stelly will be the pinch hitter. He'll hit for Connor Higgs. Caleb Stelly wears number 12. And he'll get his first plate appearance. And he looks at ball one. So if he takes over for... Higgs, he will go into, speaking of Stelly, will go into left field defensively in the top of the ninth. Two outs, runner at second. That represents the go-ahead run for the Raging Cajuns. The 1-0 pitch. A little bloop, and it will fall into center field. And the runner from second will score. It is a pitch hit RBI single for Stelly. And just like that, the Rage and Cajuns have jumped ahead, four-three here in the bottom of the eighth. A two-out pinch-hit single, four-three home team. That'll bring in Max Marshak. Marshak has grounded out twice and struck out looking. First pitch, he checks his swing, but takes strike one. Now the Cougars are going to have to get something done if they want to uh, extend the game. They'll need one to tie, two to go ahead if this game stays at 4-3 when we reach the ninth inning. 4-3, Ragin' Cajuns. Three here in the bottom of the eighth. And they jammed Marshak on the infield. Ozzie Pratt over near first base. Wilk couldn't find it. Ozzie was backing him up. Good job by Ozzie to make the catch. But three runs cross the plate in the home half of the eighth. The Cougars need one to tie, two or more to go ahead. Cougar bats coming to the plate. Top of the ninth right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Thank you for voting Dexter Law, Utah Valley's best law firm for the 13th year. Since 1995, we have helped thousands of you of the Appleseed. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. We are in the top of the ninth inning. BYU trails 4-3. They need one to tie two puts them ahead it's 4-3 Raging Cajuns Cipede, Vest and Gamble do up Marshall throws first pitch strike to Ryan Cipede Cipede 0 for 3 and fouls the pitch off no balls and two strikes to Ryan Cipede The 0-2 pitch. And it's a strikeout of Ryan Sepiti, one away here in the ninth oh. inning. Cooper Vest makes his way to the batter's box. Now batting the Cougars with one down. Number seven, Cooper Vest. Coop walked in the second, grounded out in the fourth, and had a single in the seventh. BYU scored two runs in the seventh that put them back on top, 3 1. Three in the bottom of the eighth from the Raging Cajuns have them in the lead 4 3. The big number on the scoreboard is fours. It's the four runs scored by Louisiana, it's the four errors by BYU. 0 1 pitch, now 0 2 to Cooper Vest. Marshall wasting no time. He's coming right after the hitters. He's throwing strikes. 0-2 pitch to Vest, and it is a strikeout. Well, the count was 0-2. Now oh, they called it, they're saying 1-2 now. One of those pitches must have been a ball. They signaled the strike. Well, the 1-2 pitch is now a strikeout. So it's back-to-back strikeouts, and the Cougars are down to their final out. Yeah, there's certainly been some miscommunication between the home plate umpire and some of these signals and what's been going on the scoreboard. And it may be, we have a pinch hitter here. I think we're going to have Easton Jones. It is, it's going to be Easton Jones pinch hitting for Tate Gamble. And the retention plays now batting for the Cougars, number 32. We've seen Easton a couple of different times. He got into two different games up in Ruston against La Tech. Going to need to get on base to keep this inning going. Or you could hit a home run and just tie this thing up. Swing and a miss for strike one to Easton Jones. The 0-1 pitch. And it's foul tipped back. And the Cougars down to their final strike. The hometown crowd rising to their feet and cheering on Marshall as he goes for the win. The 0-2 pitch, high and inside, 1-2. and two. One ball, two strikes. The pitch. It's a strikeout of Easton Jones, and the Cougars go 1-2-3 all via the strikeout. In the top of the ninth inning, and that will do it. The Raging Cajuns take game one of four. They rally with three runs in the bottom of the eighth inning, and they win 4-3 over the BYU Cougars. We will take a break. We'll come back, get you some final stats. we also hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Trent Pratt, as we continue from Lafayette on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.